0: Welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this episode, uh, we're going to talk about a brand new show that is on TLC. It's called Unpolished. Ash and I polished off the first episode last night. We're going to tell you what we think about it. Uh, It's definitely an interesting reality show, as most TLC reality is these days. Wouldn't you agree, Arsh.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of things to say.
0: You do. Uh, you kind of got a little obsessed as you were watching. And uh, I mean, we're going to save that till uh, the time is right. Uh, folks, before we get started, could you do us a favor and rate this podcast five stars on the Apple podcast app? Uh, we would really, really appreciate it. We got a lot of new fun things coming up and we want to have the most ratings that we possibly can going into it. So, uh, you know, the, the holidays are here. Uh, the new year is approaching fast. So uh, let's kick these uh, 2020 off with a, a highly rated and reviewed podcast on apple uh on apple podcasts i also would like to mention for those of you who uh enjoy spotify uh we finally got our asses out of the grass and uh we are on spotify wow. now so wow i mean it's was we're ve- cleaning up it y'all. was very very easy to do and we're,
1: I- we're putting on, we're taking a shave we're putting on a suit we're going
0: to work so we uh we're on spotify um and uh once again we got a lot of fun things on the horizon so for our Spotify people, I don't know, listen to us on Spotify. I'm an Apple Music person. That's why I neglected Spotify. And I don't know how to use it, and I don't like to see it because I like Apple Music. I'm an Apple boy. That's what they call me, Johnny Apple boy.
1: Johnny Apple Nick.
0: <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Applenick. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of fun, and uh, do that for us, and we thank you for it. Um, yeah, and
1: big shout outs to the people we've gotten recently. You guys are warming our cold, dead hearts.
0: Seriously, when you guys review our shit wherever you end up doing it, uh do us a favor and tell us like the how you found us or why you decided to review cuz that's kind of what we like. Uh it also helps us kind of like gear this podcast to certain people cuz um you know we have people who reach out to us but it is a tiny sample size based on the amount of numbers that we get which is we have no huge, idea what
1: our listeners are like
0: no idea except we for
1: they are signing us up for betty crocker emails that's about <laughs> all we know Yeah, who did that and that there are challenge fans in yeah. the
0: mix yes um we know a few of you guys yeah. um and we're very happy to uh, correspond with you guys and it's a lot of fun so we want more of you guys to reach out to us do it at reality blows podcast on instagram Uh, DM us or uh, realityblowspodcast uh, at gmail.com. We love those correspondences. Uh, It's a lot of fun. Now, um, if you guys are like, Die Hard blowhards then you guys also listen to our recaps and you know that we just wrapped up the wow. final the final on the cha- the 34th season oh of the challenge boy. war of the worlds 2 we recapped it the night of and i gotta tell you even though we gave out of course uh, an a plus uh, five star recap as we always do i would say we were a little we little,
1: were depleted we were depleted
0: energy wise and i and i think we may have not um been able to kind of think about it and uh we absorb were, like, we were how shocked we, yeah. i mean
1: we don't know we don't know the outcomes so, you know, this is a spoiler-free podcast in that sense. So we were processing what had happened and then literally just turning the record machine on. Yeah, were, as soon
0: as the, the winners across the finish line, like, we started recording. So yeah. there is no processing There's going no processing.
1: On. There's just recounting.
0: So we kind of—I kind of feel like I got to ask Ashley. It's been almost a week now. Like, how do you feel about, uh, about how the challenge, the 34th season, the challenge wrapped up?
1: I've really— Really, really enjoyed this season. I know it got a lot of flack from fans because of the format and the fact that an, an alliance dominated the entire season. But you know what? That's what you get with a group game. Okay, that's gonna happen. And I, I just thought there were two perfect episodes on this season. You know, I don't, I don't remember the last time the challenge gave me a start to finish perfect episode, and we got two. This season, of course, I'm talking about the Laurel episode, and I'm talking about the Purge slash Jordan and Josh episode. Okay, they're start to finish edited so well. I I, I can I like what the challenge is doing in terms of the direction they're going. Now, I do have an issue with how much um, uh, outside information I'm taking in. You know, I played a cam video for you, Nick. I you played did. A, Um, An I Am Cam Cam YouTube video.
0: Cam should call her YouTube account Cameos.
1: That's smart. Mm -hmm. It's called I Am Cam. I Am Cam. She did like a final thoughts. You know, I I read Ashley's final thoughts. I read Kara's thoughts. I, I saw pictures of these people bruised and battered and... And um I'm really on the fence about how I feel about who won, you know? Well, let's
0: uh, for the those of you who don't uh ca- who haven't caught up yet, well, spoiler alert, we're going to tell you who won. The Team UK won and Team UK consisted of uh Tory and Jordan and CT and Rogan and D. Those were the uh challengers that crossed the finish line and are splitting that uh million bucks. Is that what they're splitting?
1: Correct. They each get 250,000.
0: Not bad oh actually no uh I, i'm sorry i said Tori won Tori did not win no she d, she stayed Rogan,
1: ct and jordan she
0: got cut at the very In last moment one In, of
1: the most heartbreaking scenes i mean
0: and that heartbreaking scene also took out cam and it also took out leroy and ashley
1: that's my problem with this final yeah that scene that okay? was a tough scene losing man. those people that was tough for me now i do have to say that um i loved it like d and rogan pulled this off you know i think that that's really interesting that D is this is her second challenge and she did that and that Rogan gassed out on his first challenge and got here. I'm happy Jordan won. Okay? I find Jordan to be a very watchable, compelling character. You know, do I feel bad for Polly and Kara? A hundred percent. But you know what? Polly and Kara are are incredibly watchable villains. Oh,
0: totally, totally.
1: You know, Kara crying as Jordan is opening up a bottle of champagne, I don't think you would be able to get that same level of entertainment from another challenger.
0: I mean, it was pretty wild. Uh, you know, the thing about Leroy and Cam... and, and that s- hurt.
1: And, and s- uh, specifically
0: Leroy, since it was his 11th challenge and he has no wins, um, he, he wasn't going to win regardless. He would have finished that team lost and they were yeah. in the process of losing at that moment and you know would it have been more bitter if he would have crossed the finish line with Kara and started crying on that boat or was it i mean it must have felt terrible more bitter
1: or more better bitter would okay. it would have been
0: a, a, a more bitter loss yeah if he would have actually gotten crossed gotten the far. finish line or was this the the worst way to take the medicine i up for debate. I don't know.
1: I'm so curious if this team would have won, okay? If, like, Leroy and Cam and all those people if Team USA won, would the edit we have gotten all season been this, like, girl power edit? Because I've seen a couple of interviews with people post-season saying, you know, I am talking about Cam's interview. I am talking about Cara's comments saying that, like, Pauly came together to unite this group of ladies and that the challenge is usually male-dominated and this was kind of the first time that, like, women ran the house and so i wonder if they had won if that was the edit we would have gotten you know if if these if the uh, if the other people would have been villains i
0: mean things would have been framed differently, a hundred percent. I mean, that seems like the way that they could have gone. So yeah. How
1: so, do you feel? You asked me how I felt. I laid it out on the table. I don't know. That's how I feel. I'm confused honestly, by all of it.
0: Ash, I'm getting so confused by this season of the challenge and the past ten seasons of the challenge, or six seasons of your challenge, based on the fact that we are now addicted to Pluto TV.
1: Oh, it's bizarre. So
0: it's like now, what's going on in our household is like, yes, we have a new couch. Sure. And it's incredible and It's incredible we're, and we're sitting, sitting on, on it on right it now and we feel like we have a new apartment and that has our made lives me feel, have changed guys it's made me feel like i live in a home yeah and 100%. so I, I just now throw on the closest thing i have to cable which is the free pluto tv which gives me about 50 channels of like nonsense
1: tell these people what pluto tv is because i don't know if We've everyone talked about knows it for, like, the
0: past like six weeks i feel are like are we
1: that obsessed
0: so i mean pluto tv is a free app or it's a free website that you just you go put to on.
1: www.plutotv. tv and no they don't sponsor us why the hell not pluto
0: and it basically there is a load of channels it seems like viacom may own it a load of channels that has like just a specific style of television um, and they just 24 hours, seven days a week, play on a loop these specific styles of television. So, if like, and it's very uh, niche subgenres, like, do you want just MTV dating shows? Well, there's a whole cha- uh, channel for MTV dating shows. You're watching Next. You're watching Disaster Date. You're watching, um, you know, I don't know, a whole bunch of stuff for, that you would watch at like 4 p.m. when you came home from school in like 2004.
1: Do you want to just watch Are You the One? Guess there's a what? whole
0: challenge for Are You the One. They just play them in order on repeat.
1: Mm-hmm. And They they'd... also have L.A. Story, which you know we love.
0: Awesomeness TV has a channel that has plays a bunch of L.A. Story um, and a bunch of other weird... Uh, Teen reality shows that were on that. Uh, it's literally YouTube watching channel. teens
1: being like, and then he said that if I went to the party, yeah. he was gonna tell me what Tyler it's did. It's
0: fantastic. And uh there's an American Gladiators channel. There's a dog the bounty hunter channel.
1: Guys, none of this matters because you know what? There's a freaking challenge. There's a channel. challenge
0: channel. What the challenge channel does is it play it, I believe it plays Battle of the Seasons yeah.
1: through Rivals
0: three, Rivals three, or Invasion, or Dirty Thirty, or I, Vendettas. I think maybe ven, maybe Vendettas. I'm not too sure, but um, not all the way up to recent, but the past couple seasons. But that's all. That's a, a lot of show.
2: There's at
1: least ten seasons. And being so, what played. happens if
0: you forget about it in a couple of days? You just kind of tune in and see where they're at, and it's like, oh, I haven't watched you know Free Agents in a long time. It's
1: incredible, and I'm watching all these people I've never seen before. Ashley
0: and I watched an entire season of Dirty
1: Thirty. We watched a good five or six episodes. I was having a bad day on Friday. I, I was as well. We cuddled up on our new couch and we just let it roll.
0: Yeah and uh it was actually an interesting to rewatch that season um uh, ashley we had watched that season together as a matter of fact i was thinking about this is how crazy i felt i was thinking about after one of the episodes we watched a dirty 30 popping on one of our recaps just did to we kinda, recap dirty 30 yeah, totally recapped dirty 30 wow um i, I, I wonder if we, we had did. found our
1: groove at that point
0: <clears throat> but um because i believe we had to talk about that camilla situation on the podcast oh we not, right we may have talked about it on our main show yeah but
1: i know we reported freaking on freaking camilla
0: because uh that i mean I mean, we tuned in right during that saga yeah i mean with uh, where we never saw camilla after that season ever again well
1: she went on champs versus stars she for a did. second she, she ran did. that golf cart into a producer she did some <laughs> sort right. of crazy shit where she threatened to kill someone so
0: ash i mean we were we the other season i think we watched a bunch of um together was free agents um and yesterday i was watching rivals Two. i think um and i was getting to see a lot of jordan that yeah, I had forgotten about Jordan yeah. and Jordan was just every time I would turn on this uh, like a random episode of Pluto TV's the channel challenge it would be like Jordan making like an insane move and everybody hating him. And I for kind of forget what kind of like um polarizing figure He's he a can shitster. Be.
1: You know, watching Dirty 30 reminded me that that was the first time I ever saw Jordan and how much I liked him on Dirty 30. Like I was like dirty he I was like he's he's so great on Dirty 30. So him coming in to this season, I was pumped about and then I found him to be like a little, you know, I I, I he, he he was very unlikable at times on War of the World to- too i don't want to say i don't like him because i still really like listen him. ash
0: don't worry you're gonna love him i because... was flying
1: the freaking jordan flag after dirty 30 and now war of the worlds too it's like i have the jordan flag sure am i putting it up okay on the pole every morning maybe not you based know?
0: based on the uh the previews of the reunion coming up on wednesday with the outfit that he's wearing you're really gonna love him
1: nick you never talked about his shirt that had the kool-aid splash on it that you hated oh, so oh my much.
0: god he had an interview shirt that just had like a kool-aid stain on it like for like um you know uh purposes i guess of style
1: it was like a denim shirt with a pink uh, a faded pink splash a, a on white the shoulder denim
0: shirt um yeah he's got questions. really bothered nick he should not be trying to dress like uber hip jordan you know
1: he has a clothing line and that all of those clothes are coming from his clothing line. i mean
0: he was dressed he there's a, a picture of him on instagram and he's really dressed like um like back to the future too like he he's got like boots over these like like jeans, like in a vest over like a shirt, and it's all too big for him. And uh, it, he he's um he's an interesting cat, and I don't ever see that guy and being like that guy is the pinnacle of style. And the fact that he's deciding that he's the pinnacle of style right now, it just seems all wrong for his personality.
1: You know what? I love him.
0: He should be in like a trucker hat. Do you know what I mean? Like no, he just seems like a, not trucker, a trucker hat. Like as like a like a like, a, like a, packed Not a sun trucker hat, but uh. So what what was very interesting, and we're gonna wrap this kind of uh, a walk down Pluto yeah, memory lane up. But what was very interesting is that um they uh in Dirty Thirty, Jordan's making all of these moves to save Tori, yeah, and trying to partner with Tori and picking Tori for a thing, and then just coming up with like I think Tori's a better competitor. Than I want to run a Maria. final with Tori. If you want to if you want to see why there was a complete rivalry and just hate bad between blood jordan and Kara on the previous season here war of the worlds 2 look at uh exit uh um I, dirty 30. 30, 30 i'm seeing the exes yeah in my because
1: head. in the beginning when we first tuned in we saw them kind of like laying on each other chatting yeah. like they're being friendly and then something happens where jordan is like i don't want to run a final with you he's like none of these guys want to run a final with well, you well dirty
0: 30 i forgot they had a redemption house that they just kept throwing people in over and over again and it turns into the real world yeah and so people are just kind of drinking like suntanning and And telling the truth and jordan tells cara that she has no respect for her and cara gets incredibly uh offended by this she's like you
1: would rather run a final with camilla than me and he's like yeah
0: yeah totally and so would everybody else they all said so yeah he's
1: like you have meltdowns you can't handle pressure
0: um it's a wa- it, it was and a
1: ct's like i don't know it's don't- a
0: wild walk down memory lane and it honestly makes me feel kind of like a fat high schooler to sit on at home and just watch like what people are giving me because like normally we're picking exactly what we're watching with there yeah. is a sense of just like all right, let this TV wash over me. Right. I'm just gonna see what's on this channel, and even if it's halfway through an Adam's Family episode, I'm just gonna watch it.
1: It reminds me of being at like your your mom's house or like my grandparents' house when we just like the TV's like on in the background, and then every now and then you just like you're like, oh, I'll sit here and watch this for 20 Antiques minutes. Antiques
0: Roadshow. All yeah, right, that's fine. Why
1: not? Um, you okay? You asked me my thoughts on the challenge, and I gave you really ambiguous like uh, like. Thoughts that weren't fully formed and just really express how um, what a what a wild ride emotionally the season was. The fact that I'm even saying I might have pulled for Team U.S. is insane to me, and it is being influenced by the social media sort of clapbacks from the cast. But Nick, what do you think? I need you to weigh in, Nicholas.
0: Uh, I'm happy for the people that won. I think yeah. I don't have any problem with anybody that won. Like I, even Rogan, I'm like I just don't have any problem with Rogan. I find
1: Rogan entertaining. Rogan really. I, I hated him mid season, and then I started liking him. I like D. I've always liked
0: D. I like D two. You
1: know, anytime CT wins, the Mighty it's Ducks good. Are back. <laughs> what
0: I said, I like D two. But, I, but then D2 is the Mighty Ducks 2. D2, oh. the Mighty Ducks are back. Oh. Sorry, guys. Oh. I'm 33. That's right where all my references come from.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like Jordan. I'm happy Team UK won. That's my final answer.
0: Uh, I'm happy Team UK won, too. I like to see CT get a win. I thought it was very cute. He kept saying that he was getting his kid ice cream money, you know. Um, it's interesting when we see uh, him on Invasion of the Champs. Yeah. It's the first time you see him post being a dad in yeah. like, the interviews leading up to the Champs invading. Um, and he's he introduces the uh, the challenge audience to his child and he's like this is my child Christopher this is Christopher. And you know, it's funny when you have like a kid, you're like, this is, you know, you almost treat like royalty. Now it's like been five, six, like, this kid's like seven years old now or whatever. And he's just like, I gotta get home to CJ. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I'm CT. He's CJ. That's just the way it is. He's yeah. a guy just like me. Now we both eat ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. And I like to see Jordan win just because I do feel like he is all around maybe the best competitor ever. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. Uh,
1: the guy's track record is insane. Great
0: track record maybe not socially but uh still um and d it's interesting to have d be a champion it's weird that d's a champion you know um if we want to talk about that cam um youtube i kind of feel like it was a little bit of a cop out she kept saying that she's happy that they won that three members of her alliance won because the whole time it was just like we don't care who wins as long as it's our alliance that's bullshit she wants to win two hundred fifty thousand dollars. yeah of course of course anyway uh, check our uh, if you want to hear the full story check last week um, last Wednesday last Thursday we dropped the uh, the, the challenge uh, recap final recap and then of course we're going to be recapping this reunion that's it's gonna coming be, up
1: it's going to be dirty guys we've been
0: doing a lot of sitting around on our couch because uh, it's winter and we have a new couch and it's cozy and I do feel like it's been uh, ages since I've been to the gym ever since we got this couch into the house I forgot that I have a gym membership and that I like to go to the gym Ashley I think was feeling that too but then Ashley got an invite to do something very, very special that crosses lines between working out and our reality TV obsessions. Ashley, take it away.
1: So my dear friend Orby is a member of this um, fitness uh, craze in New York and L.A. and Miami. It's called 305 Fitness, and it's a dance fitness class, okay? And through talking with Orby, I learned that um, Besit is one of the teacher's In New York. That's right. Besit from season eight of Are You the One? Come One, Come All. My God. The voice of that season, Uh, the heart of that season. And let me just say...
0: Probably, in my opinion, the biggest breakout star of that season. Hands down. Hoping to see Basit show up on television again soon.
1: Would love Besit on the challenge. Would love Besit on all television shows, okay? And so um, I'm freaking out about it. And Orby's like, well, why don't I sign you up and we, you can come as my guest? And I'm like, okay. And so... I'm, I'm going on to on Tuesday, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go to Basit's workout class later. And I was freaking out about it. And um, I went, it was at, it was at like 8pm, which is too late to be working out, okay? And it was in Midtown, unglamorous, okay? I just want you guys, I'm just setting the scene. For people who don't know, now
0: Ashley wouldn't tell me the story. This happened like a week ago and she was like, we'll save it for the podcast. So I, I don't know what's coming.
1: So I check in, I go downstairs, um, I'm like fiddling about, I change into my outfit, I'm going to go refill my water bottle, I turn the corner and I come like directly eye to eye with beset and beset goes, hey, as if we had known each other. Wow. Forever. Wow. And so I was like, hi. And then Basit was like, see you in there. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Basit just approached me with the familiarity of someone that you, an old friend, you see in the streets. So I got very excited. And then I went into the little workout room. They're like, you guys are in the small room. And we were in the small room because there was only like six people there, which is insane to me as well. So it was a very intimate class. And then Basit was like, um, like went around and introduced uh, or went around and said hi to everybody because they knew everyone there. And then they were like, "You've taken my class. You look so familiar. You've taken my class before." To me, and I was like, "No." And they were like, "Oh, what's your name?" And I was like, "Ashley." And then Basit said my name. I don't know, thirty times throughout the next hour. <laughs> Basit would be like, "There you go, Ashley. Get it, Ashley." And what happened to me was I worked out harder than I have worked out. And I don't know, eight years. I mean, I I have had the exact trouble... amount
0: of time in which we've been together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have had trouble walking f- for a week. And this is just a cardio class. You guys, there were m- multiple times during this class where I thought I was going to puke or pass out where I was literally like, I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe. But you can't stop. When Basit is like three feet away from you going like, you can do this, Ashley. It was – the Basit is the most perfect workout coach of all time because I would never be able to disappoint them. And so I pushed myself to the limit, which means the next day I couldn't really move. I couldn't think. It was the first time in a long time that my mind had been depleted because I burned so many calories during this session.
0: So what were what were like the dance moves that you were doing –
1: it was that. like a combo of sort of like Zumba and step aerobics and like, you know, lots of the butterfly and lots of twerking, but then doing like a step ball change, you know, and then doing like uh, a squat and then a spin and then a squat and then a spin to the other side and then like shake it out, shake it out, you know, and then doing catwalks up and down. And the but in the end of the catwalks, you do high knees, you know, it was like combo dance with high intensity training type Wild. stuff.
0: And at any point, did you want to just stop and look at Besit and be like, Besit, I talked for 10 straight weeks about you on my podcast.
1: I thought... For sure, that I was going to get a picture with Besit or tell them how much I love them and that I really enjoyed this season. I really wanted to leave Besit with the knowledge that um, I was a fan because it, it feels weird when you're that diehard of a fan and then you're there and you don't announce it. It feels like you're like deceiving. I don't want to be deceiving anybody. I'm not trying to be anonymous. I'm trying to be like, hey, I took this class because you're teaching it and I adore you. I want that to be known, right? But after the class, I couldn't speak. I couldn't really move. I had to like go sit down in the waiting room, and like my face was so red. I couldn't take a picture. I sent Nick a picture twenty minutes later of me on the train platform, and my face was still beet red. She was
0: like a little tomato um, waiting for a subway.
1: So I and then uh, after class, Basit just kind of like you know went into the, the um, like the employees' locker room and then left because Basit was not devastated from the workout they had just taught. But I I never got a chance to tell them. So, you know, that was the the one bummer. Uh, another bummer is that, or not bummer, it's kind of a funny thing. Basit like posted um, a picture of the class on their Insta stories. I think they do this for every class. They do like a boomerang of all the people in their class. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to be on Basit's Insta story. This is so cool. And so it's like literally six students, you know, in this mirror, were are dancing around. And then I'm like, you know 20 minutes later after i've recovered and have made it to the train platform i'm like nick do you see me on besitt's instagram do you see me and nick's like like texting me back like i don't i don't see you but they clearly just posted a picture from their workout class and then i go and sure enough you can spot me and by me i mean my knee popping out behind somebody else i'm completely obstructed yeah she
0: wasn't there Scenario.
1: You can see my knee, but you have to know it's my knee.
0: Now, if you're a longtime blowhard, you know that this is not the newest thing in the world for Ashley. Ashley has hunted down other reality stars and their workout programs. Wait, that sounds weird, babe. And then taking workout classes. I mean, you spent way too much money on a glorified CrossFit class at a venue. Because Kenny Santucci uh... No, that is not true. <laughs> yes, that it is. that is
1: not true. Yes, it is. I signed Check up the tape. I signed Check the up tape. for a free class taught by Kenny Santucci at that <laughs> um CrossFit gym. Okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's when I was working on the Upper East Side. I was literally five minutes away from this gym. So I was like, Okay, let me Give this a shot. It was like right. Kenny like,
0: Santucci old school challenger. It was
1: right on the sixth train. Um, when I signed up for this free class, Kenny Santucci said it said that they were gonna be teaching it. And then when I got there, it was somebody else. And then I took the class and I really liked it. And I still stand by it. I signed up for that gym because I liked the gym so much. And honestly, if I had money, I would still be going to that gym because it was like the most fun gym I've ever been a part of. And um, unfortunately, it was hundreds of dollars a month. <laughs> uh, but that, I signed up for that gym because I liked it. Yes, Kenny Santucci's free class got me in the door. <laughs> that is true. But I never took one of Kenny's classes once I signed up for the gym because then I got weirded out. Somebody you know
0: had a run in, right? Recently with Kenny.
1: Right? Yeah. Uh huh. One of my friends who is a casting director or I, I guess a casting, works in casting. Um, she works somewhere where Kitty Santucci comes in a lot and auditions because I think he's like a fitness model and like he's in a bunch of ads and um, yeah she has things to say about him that I'm not going to say on the pod I believe
0: that This person said that Kenny's fly was down. Yeah. And she had to let him know that. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. is that what you didn't want to share on the podcast? Correct. (laughs) Why? It's a silly thing. I
1: I don't know. It's a running with
0: greatness, seeing uh, somebody's fly. I don't know. I feel
1: like like after this season of like shitting, okay, this is another thing. I don't like Kenny anymore because I've been rewatching these seasons on Pluto. And it's like, if I'm going to not like Zach, okay, then I cannot. Like Kenny, Kenny's like calling people like wacky bitches and stuff. It's like <laughs> a
0: dumb broad. Yeah, There's a lot of dumb broad. I'm, stuff I
1: don't, on. I don't know why I ever like Kenny to be honest. He's handsome. I guess. Yeah, you
0: kind of like Jersey handsome guys. I like Jersey what handsome like? guys. Yep, it's no, true. What no, no I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you're the one. You I like, like Italians. I like
0: Italians. You like, uh, greasy Italians like myself. It's true. Um, You know, okay, we're going to take a break in a second. uh, But before, I've decided that uh, I'm going to implement something every once in a while um, that we're going to call something along the lines of
1: Clip of the Week. Uh,
0: So I watch some reality that Ashley doesn't watch, and it's tough to talk about it on this show because it's like talking to a wall. You know what I mean? She's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, what? I don't know. Hmm?" And it's like, well, this is ridiculous. We watch so much reality together. Why should I talk about that? And that's why I really don't talk about Housewives that much i personally have fallen off on housewives but there's one franchise i I just won't ever ever fall off of and that's new jersey because that's where i'm from dog i can just watch these women fight and be stressed out about their lives all day long and if you guys are watching housewives right now you know jersey's like about five episodes in and it's a decent season i'm enjoying it Uh, Once again, it's incredibly stressful because Teresa's husband is about to be deported and all that stuff, you know, that crazy saga, but there's a little subplot that's going on with some of the new women on the show, uh, namely, uh, two women who showed up last season, uh, Jennifer and Jackie, uh, in the first episode, uh, it is established of this season, it is established that Jackie and Jennifer in the off season were good friends, but they're, uh, jackie is upset with jennifer because she saw on facebook or instagram that jennifer had done an impression of her on teresa's phone yes. and put it on the internet and it was insulting to her and so they got into a tiff about it they did make up because of the
1: daughter was also like mom you should make up right yes
0: you should say you're sorry if yeah I, who her jennifer's daughter was being bullied at school at the time. And she's like, yes, mom, this is bullying. This is bad. I should apologize. So she had a change of heart. It really was a a heartwarming part of this show. Um, Excuse me. It's rare that you get heartwarming in New Jersey, but you did. And uh, so this eventually led to Jennifer, who honestly is very proud of her impressions, to say, hey, listen, when we're on our trip in Jamaica for my birthday, I would like to do my impression in front of Jackie because I didn't mean it to be insulting. Uh I meant it to be funny because I'm funny and this is how I'm funny. And not only am I going to do it in front of her, I'm going to roast all the gals. I'm turning this into Uh a roast. And so in the last episode of this show that aired last week, we got to see Jennifer's roast and, I'll tell you what, when I they were leading up to this the whole episode, I was going, boy, this is going to be such a flop. They are going to start throwing wine glasses at one another like they did last season. It's going to be wild. Uh, What is Jennifer going to do? Lo and behold, folks, Jennifer not only does impressions of these women, but it's like she's rich little. She's tying them in and talking to one another, and she roasts every one of these women, and they link into each oh one of God. it's like a little three minute act she Whoa. wrote rehearsed and put together now for those of you who don't know who these women are and don't watch this franchise just enjoy it for the sport of it but if you have if you do know these women i would say uh well let's just listen ashley um i'm playing this for ash and this is our clip of the week now you'll have to excuse me because i'm not a professional anything and we're putting things on and uh, <laughs> so there's a little lead up and then we get, we get right into And this is it. our
2: clip
1: of, of the, the week.
2: Because I really think they did sleep with each other. She wouldn't lie to me. I just, I, I can't even believe my ears. You cannot believe a word she Say says. That. I, I feel bad for her, you know? Teresa, I'm done talking about Danielle. What I want to do is have Jennifer Rose, Rose. roast us. Yeah, let's do the roast. Roast, 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 I was happy for them. All right, enough. It's I want to be roasted. I'm going to do, right. <laughs> do a little skit, and then you got to get home, bam, OK? OK, she's hammered, and she's standing in front
0: of the table right
2: now. OK. Starting any situation with a faced Jennifer might be a bad idea. Country music? What a snore. I think the cocktails are getting your brain. This is oh, a you know clip what? of that Jennifer that being shitty Sorry. last season.
0: That's the glass th- throwing from last season.
2: Teresa, <laughs> <laughs> you're hilarious. I can't. Like, you're absolutely, well, by the way, by the way. By the way, by the way, by the way. They're loving <laughs> it. Do that I shit. do. Wait, Marge. Got this whole new shipment of rompers to Envy. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so cute. Aren't I cute? This is so cute, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I took my 35 <laughs> f-ing pictures. Okay, oh my gosh, she's so f-ing good. It's true, Melissa. You do look good. I mean, David tells me I look good all the time. Not that you would ever know, it because he's never around. I mean, look at me, I got two guys in my life, yet I'm always alone. Just saying, I don't know. I just got done working out, because I want my ass to be tight. <coughs> <laughs> is my ass tight? I mean, my ass definitely got smaller. My, my ass is going to be <laughs> tight and hard. That's tight! <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait. Jackie's pissed off that I didn't invite her to the obstacle course? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So that
0: was the dicey one. To to Rose Teresa is dicey.
2: She loves it. I'm obsessed with food. (laughs) I don't even cook food. I am, however, obsessed with knowledge because (laughs) I am up here and you are down here. (laughs) (laughs) I got two degrees and we are so smarter than everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) And see. Wait, 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 Jennifer. That was amazing. so it went
0: off with a hitch but yeah can, can, can you believe without a hitch without a hitch there's <laughs> one hitch in there Do you believe that this person was able to put this thing together and do it in front of all these cameras and all these women? I think it was great. As a performer, I would never do this. Yeah. Like a small, like, roast of, like, people right to their face. Like, to me, this is the absolute opposite of what I want out of performing. 100%. And I kind of feel like there's something different between somebody who wants this and somebody who wants to do, like, performing professionally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... There's a different sort of, um, I don't know, there's something, she's has something mentally wrong with her that's different than my mental illness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, maybe that's like her, she's like self, maybe, I don't know, uh, what, what do you call it? Like a narcissist or something to 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 be okay with? doing Well, I think you got to be
1: a narcissist to want to stand up in front of a room full of strangers and perform for them as well.
0: I don't know, to do this in front of your friends.
1: That is bizarre. It's it's insane. That is, she was really good. She was, was really impressed. good. I understand I that's think... a
0: convoluted clip because you guys can't see that they were doing like basically what was happening was Jennifer would do like a little sound bite of them and then they'd cut to clips of them actually. That doing is the why thing. it went well. Right.
1: Yeah. Like I think if we just saw her do that. Um, it This has a lot to do with editing. You know, if we sure. just saw her do those impressions, I wouldn't know who she was doing. But because they, her impressions were then followed with a montage of clips of those characters saying those sort of things, like, right. got to get my ass tight or whatever, then I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, she did a good job of isolating something someone says over and over again and doing it.
0: She did a fantastic job. I I give it up to Jennifer. Now, there was a dicey move in there, and that was when she she got to Jackie. Who's Jackie? Jackie is the new blonde who she 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 insulted originally, which led to this. Oh,
1: that's the—because that's when I said, "Uh uh-oh, because I just felt like a tension.
0: Jackie's got a whole storyline that's building up about how the fact that she was— overweight as a child and then she had an eating disorder later in life and now she's thin and she's conquered her eating disorder quote unquote but they keep showing us like little you, you see little hints throughout the season so far of Jackie like they order dinner and everybody's ordering this and that and tacos and whatever and she's like I'll just have a salad and Aww. then it's just like you know you have uh, uh Melissa she orders a pizza and a side salad and she's drinking like a mojito And she's just going to have a glass of white wine. So you're seeing her kind of being really controlling over her food. And then we see previews of this season where she's really going into the fact that she had an eating disorder. And now women, especially in this episode, Jennifer, the person who just roasted everybody, is talking to other women being like, I think she still has an eating disorder. I think there's still something going on. And she opens up Jackie's roast by being like, I'm not obsessed with food. I'm not. As a matter of fact, I don't even cook it. Like, and then she goes into this smarter thing. Which I was like, why would she attack sort of the eating aspect of her if she wanted this to be lighthearted? I mean, she didn't write this when she was drunk, clearly. So... I don't know. It's a dicey thing. That I'll be sucks. honest. I'm complete, I didn't know that. I'm completely locked into New Jersey. I yeah, think New it's Jersey's a, great. Every I time I see a good, clip of it, I love fun. it. It's just
1: fun. Now, I got something to tell you. Yeah. One time I was talking to a comedian in a green room and I was like, oh my God, it's it must be so fun to perform the way you perform. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, you know, the style of your performance. And then I did an act out of them. Okay, and the look of horror on their face was so intense that I was like, "Oh, this should never be done in front of anybody. Like, you should never impersonate someone straight to their face." It's well, some people really love it. Some people really love it or an uncle.
0: Some people love it. Do me, do me. Yeah, you know, people love it. Um, other people not so much. I
1: feel like personalities who are visible don't want to see it
0: um yeah probably because they're like
1: this is a curated image I'm i know and on. they're
0: basing their whole livelihood off of their stuff if they don't yeah. like what they see it's tough you yeah know? but uh somebody else is like yeah i'm a funny guy make fun of me you yeah. know and then you could do that and you're like that is what i do
1: yeah i do scratch my
0: ass folks um look we're gonna take a break right here we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about tlc's new hit reality show unpolished stick around Folks, we are back. Ashley, we are about to talk about Unpolished. It's on TLC. We watched the first episode. Let's hear it.
1: Now, you guys know how I feel about TLC. It's incredibly anti. I've never seen a TLC show that I wanted to watch again. Why? I find them very exploitive. But we do do a podcast about reality television. Do do. We do do a podcast about reality television. And so every so often, I find myself Googling new reality television shows this year. And there was just a bunch recently, including this one that caught my eye. It's called Unpolished and it's on TLC. And after I read the synopsis, I decided I'll put my feelings about TLC on the side. I'll give this show a shot. Here's the synopsis. Okay. The Martones, is that how I say it, babe? Yep. The Martones are a loud, fun-loving Italian family from Long Island. Sisters Lexi, a talented nail artist, and Bria, a hair colorist makeup artist, run Salon Martone while juggling family dynamics, over-the-top clients, and their own relationships.
0: Uh, Yes, and uh, we popped this thing on, and I'll tell you, it gives you very much like long island medium vibes cake uh, boss cake boss vibes so if you try to initially when i'm watching this show it's basically if you, if you ever saw a cake boss you'd know that every episode is sort of based around a cake that they have to make for and, a special occasion and that's sort of what they're doing here because lexi our main character is like a world uh, is like a A a world famous nail artist, and
1: damn, she's really good.
0: And and it's not like, hey, she can give you like a really clean coat of red on your nails. Like, no, she's like building things to put on your fingernails.
1: She built a um a a boombox that plays a woman's song when you pull out the antenna, and a disco ball. But. Even more importantly, she painted a sonogram on a sonogram. someone's she, nail. She's an artiste, folks. Yeah, the woman's got talent. And she's
0: also very young. Apparently, she became, like, I don't know, uh, one of the top nail artists in the country when she was, like, only in high school or something. She's twenty
1: seven or 26 or 27 on the show right now. So, yeah, 26. I mean, what were you doing when you were 26, listener? I, for one, was not, I don't know, doing anything productive.
0: I think I may have had a podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, uh Yeah. So it was. Um, I don't
1: know, listener. You might have been doing cool shit. You probably were had yeah. a family,
0: and you probably did normal stuff. Yeah, uh,
1: not us. So
0: uh, yeah, she's uh, Lexi is. Um, a uh, talented nail artist and, and the then... whole
1: show is based around the salon and it's kind of like someone comes in they have a request Lexi is like am I going to be able to do it you know and then we watch her put together these incredible nails while we're seeing everything happen in the salon because the grandmother works in the salon right. Foxy so, Foxy grandma and then the mom is sort of the house like the manager of the salon
0: and she's the mom for the whole salon and then uh, Bria does hair yeah
1: and um it's it's
0: and the father is described as tony soprano he even breathes the same way which yeah. i would say maybe work check on that because he's the man's gonna pass away soon and you i would say that was that way.
1: the only thing they did seem to have in common right i didn't it, see I know this no, man no, acting nothing, like tony yeah, soprano tell, in any way
0: now let's 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 talk about it here uh i've said it before i'll say it again reality tv is obsessed with Italians from the Northeast. Obsessed. I mean, that's what this is. This is an Italian family through and through from Long Island being super Italian with one another and the way that they talk, think, eat, act, dress. I mean, this is basically if you were to take uh, you know, a spinoff of something it, like the Jersey Shore and put it in a nail salon.
1: And I said it once, and I'll say it again. You would have the same sort of numbers with Southerners if they were surrounded by production companies. Okay, all you have, don't you dare. I see you sticking out your bottom lip about to do some sort of down-home drawl, <laughs> which is really just going to sound like someone who never finished grade school. Back off from my people. What it is is that all these... New York family. All these Italian families are surrounded by every production company in America based in New York, and you don't get that with L.A. Okay, because L.A. is not surrounded by families who are willing to be on television. Why?
0: Of course they are. No, they're not. Yes, if they you're are. a
1: family based in L.A., then you've you've lived there okay for a while, and you probably you're you you do not have the roots. That like Long Island has L. A. is a transient town, oh, babe. Oh, yeah, New
0: York's not a transient town.
1: Long Island's not. Yeah, but what about like all of the? Long Island if, is a community. Ash, you have no idea what you're speaking. I
2: of, do, about and as I'm telling LA, you. York.
0: No, yeah. because there is a distinct personality that a that a northeastern uh, Italian person has, and really just the character of this part of the country that people want to observe because they're big personalities. And 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 yes, I was going to do an impression of a southern person. Yeah, I saw you sticking out your bottom lip. That's like <laughs> and, your go-to. And like I was, as, it was going to be tasteful. And no, it wasn't. <laughs> you were probably going to do something like, hey, where'd
1: you put my poop stick?" <laughs> yeah. or something like that.
0: Well, you said it, not me, but like. I think it's just like it's a slower place, the South, you know. I don't think that they a- want to be filmed by camera cu- crews. What are you
1: talking about? <laughs> of course they do. There's no production companies in the South that's yes, going to do is. that. Yes, there is. Where? Maybe in Tennessee. Um,
0: first of all, what about Southern Charm? Uh, something we watch all day long yeah
1: we're f- we're freaking lucky okay and there's that southern charm new
0: came orleans to new york there's southern and new orleans. That show to bravo there's also um bravo has a real Housewives. whatever of i'm not trying
1: to like argue with you about like uh production patterns and reality television shows in the country but i'm telling you it does have a lot to do with location obviously i just don't agree
0: i think it's personalities but anyway, back to unpolished anyway I this find... is a big fat italian family
1: i find <laughs> um lexi to be very watchable i like her she i want to watch her do nails i'm into that um, i find the rest of her family not that interesting and i wasn't crazy about them you're um, not interested by bria I'm not interested by Bria. Let's hold off on Bria for a second. Sure. I want to get to, before we get into Bria, I just want to say that everything on this show feels pretty dated for a reality television show. Like, the way that these people are dressed feels to me very, like, 2007, 2010, Jersey Shore-esque, you know, that there's like a, there's like a JWoww sort of feeling about the way that they're dressed. It, it feels, is like a
0: household full of JWoww's.
1: And it feels like a decade late, kind of. And then a, a lot of their, their clips of, like, what they're doing, like, when they're Like we're going to this party supply place, and and everything about it feels like a 2010 reality show. It doesn't. It does not feel fresh to me, unfortunately. Do you have any thoughts on that?
0: Um, that didn't occur to me. I mean, I I agree. I kind of agree with you when, especially the Jaywalk comparison, because there's a lot of everybody's got dyed black hair. You know what I mean? And wearing like body suits with like weird you know
1: yeah but now when you see Wow and snooki they've they have that look but it is it feels well, like they're in their more 30s. it feels more of the of the time that we're in though style wise well, this feels very dated
0: they're probably i mean they, they've been in the the eye of uh you know america a lot longer and they're and they're they're you know they're they're picking up on styles and trends and have stylists and all this stuff. They're doing this all themselves this first season. I'm sure they'll look a lot different once this season comes out. They see what they look like. They may change it up if they get a second season. But, you know, I think there's just something to be said for possibly, you know, suburban Long Island, maybe being behind the times a little bit. So, yeah, uh, you know, could you be. Could, you could say that about, I don't know, my hometown in New Jersey. kind of look and watch some of these folks, how they dress, and you go, oh. What's going on there? Not everybody, of course. As a matter of fact, my mother uh, and father both dress pretty hip for uh, for New Jersey people.
1: Your parents have style. Another thing I want to point out about the way that these people are dressed is that they own a salon, and yet... I can see the hair extension tracks in every single one of these women's <laughs> heads.
0: Now, is that not a style to, to know that no. you get good tracks in?
1: No, I can't believe they're not hiding these. It's very strange. And and specifically the mother, when she comes out to talk to Lexi at Bria's birthday party, when they go outside to talk, you just see like a whole strip of glued in hair in the back of the mom's head. And it's like, honey bun, you, your daughters own a salon. Okay, this is not good advertisement. Well,
0: the thing is, we hear so much about um, Lexi, our main character, our nail artist, and uh, how important she is to the nail world and about her artistry uh, being world renowned. Um, You know, Bria, the younger sister, does hair and makeup. She just does hair and makeup you know what i mean like she just like, does
1: hair and makeup they don't
0: they didn't say that she was good at it
1: they didn't say she was good at it. they didn't say she'd won awards they did say she had a master's degree from yeah. beauty school which what's
0: that about you went to beauty school for, for i
1: a yeah as a beauty school dropout, i'm pretty sure to tell you i'm pretty confident telling you that there's no such thing as a master's degree <laughs> we, from gotta look, beauty I mean, we don't know that though we don't know we that, don't though. know that i mean maybe she got like an extra certificate in like hair coloring mm. or something that is the first time i've ever heard of a master's degree is this degree. a master's degree Second yeah thing. yeah that's what it is great third thing second thing third thing fourth thing whatever bria on this first episode is having her 22nd birthday party
0: she looks mid-30s
1: i was shocked and, uh, and i'm mean, sorry to
0: say but it's all the makeup she's wearing it's the it's hair the and the makeup, the makeup it's the clothes yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
1: everything i mean this is not a young Woman. This is a fully grown woman. I mean, she's presenting herself as a fully grown woman. You
0: could throw her on this season of The Jersey Shore and you would think that they were all the same age when these people are at least 10 years older. 100%. So it it is uh, interesting. You know, if you put black hair all over your face and then, uh, or not all over your face, but just so much hair, so so much much makeup, it it makes you look older.
1: And then the, the clothes are so revealing and there's just everything about her feels like. She
0: also talks like this where she's like hey yeah fuck you get over here like she talks like an old <laughs> both the daughters talk like old um long island italian men uh which i kind of find interesting they have the most like deep uh, male italian voices in the entire household it's wild hey get over there what, what are you trying to do over there come on get over here like that they really talk that way
1: now before i get into what i found to be the most disturbing part of this show i want to talk about the highlights because I feel like that's important, you know, you gotta highlight the good before the bad in my in my point of view. And the highlight is Lexi. I find Lexi to be um, a, a very nuanced breath of fresh air. Sure, she's camera ready, she's talking into the camera, she's doing a good job, but you also get this feeling from her that she is genuine, that she's humble. Um, I could, I was excited. I'm
0: friggin' humble over here.
1: She's not like that.
0: She really does talk that way. She doesn't. I, I
1: disagree. I see Bria like that, but Lexi was a little bit more soft-spoken. What, what am I supposed
0: to do? Put a friggin' ball on him finger? I can't do that. No, no that, one. On... That has gotta sing a song. Uh, why don't you go uh, sing a song somewhere else? Uh, this is a nail place.
1: You do one like northern voice, and I would like to describe it as a man working in a sub shop, and, <laughs> and I don't think it necessarily applies here. I
0: do a few uh, northern voices. Let's hear but them. That's a specific. I can't because I'm locked <laughs> into this one right now.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I don't know if Guy making a sandwich at a sub shop is necessary. Oh, no,
0: that's pretty good. What,
1: I, what's I, going I on there? That, what do you want in your sub? I feel like that could be Bria. But Lexi, I don't know. I, I really liked Lexi and... um If I do continue to watch this show, it will be to see more of her because I I found her doing the nails interesting and I found her being honest with her family about some things that we're about to discuss to be compelling. I found her to be the the stand and the show's based around her. So rightfully so. But something happened about mm, two thirds of the way into this first episode, one uh, halfway into this episode. Uh, we started getting some like sort of clownish music playing in the background, like do 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 do,
0: and uh, like okay, so this would be the music that when. Mike, the situation would walk into the kitchen and he'd see a whole like table full of hors d'oeuvres and him filling up his plate and eating food and us like laughing about how much food he eats. Like think about yeah. the music you'd hear behind that.
1: Yeah, or like Mike like secretly eating some funfetti cake in a corner and kind of looking around, you know. And it's like boop, boop, silly. Boop, doo, doo, doo. Yeah, and then and then you see like him scrape off the last of the icing and it's like bah, 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 bah. you know that's what's going on. This is the music. Music that's playing as Lexi describes the relationship her sister, her twenty-one-year-old at this point, the birthday party hasn't happened yet. Twenty-one-year-old sister Bria has with her boyfriend Matt. Nick, lay lay it out, lay it out the stage. I'm going to lay out the stage for you guys. Decorate that stage. I don't know why
0: we're leading this up to make it so big, but they they it's an odd thing where they have this mismatched music and they make it feel silly while. Uh, Lexi talks about her sister's boyfriend's drug addiction, and the fact that uh, he has been in and out of rehab and just got out of rehab like a month ago. And he lies, he, he cheats, lies, he, he cheats, he steals. he steals. And but they talk about it like we're seeing the situation eating his funfetti. It's it's a strange um it's a strange combo where. They're trying to make this seem like lighthearted kind of Jersey Shore-esque, you know, infighting and goofing off. But it's about a very serious subject about a man who's struggling with addiction. And it hit me like a ton of bricks while I was watching this. I was not ready for this first episode to all of a sudden be so serious
1: it made me so uncomfortable it, and and the the way it was edited made me uncomfortable it's like i i was it was wrong to edit it that way to present such a heavy subject this man is only a month sober from a serious uh pill addiction that he has been going in and out of rehab for to to help with for years he's stolen credit cards he's cheated it's just like we're dealing with the uh real life situation here and TLC is presenting it to us as if a toddler just kind of like fell down and then got back up
0: yeah it was it was and then from there on out I would say this is an hour show I would say about 15 minutes in this happens
1: I'd say third it was halfway and, yeah.
0: and from there on out the episode is all about sort of the relationship between Bree and Lexi the fact that Lexi does not uh, like um, Matt and um, then Matt proposes at 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 bria's birthday birthday party party, and lexi kind of throws a fit and it's like wait a minute this is like a serious kind of have like serious storyline show like i literally thought i was watching cake boss but for nails like they would never have this on especially the first episode of cake boss that this was a serious situation that that was happening in the in this family
1: and then you see all these like just Chilling family dynamics where, like, the mother takes Lexi out and she's like, "You have to be happy for your sister. You don't got her back. Yeah, you don't got her back. It's not your, it's not your life. You have to let her live her life." And and Lexi's like, "She's ruining her life. She's twenty two. This guy's been doing this for eight years, by the way." And it's like. It, i want to be like is lexi the only sane person over there and the mom is like crying and i'm like i wanted to reach in and smack the mom be like kick that guy out of your daughter's house okay he stole her credit card he's cheating on her well, they
0: also started dating like he was like 20 and she was like 16 14. 14 like i mean that's pretty wild um yeah but i couldn't believe it and then i realized oh that's right this is an mtv this is tlc TLC is going to be salacious, and TLC is going to make you feel bad about what you're watching eventually.
1: TLC, you almost had me. Almost. You almost had me. I'm watching the show. I'm like, these nails are cute. Lexi's cute. I could watch this. This is fun. And then all of a sudden, you like present this real life situation that is heartbreaking in a a bow of goofiness as if we're supposed to be like what a character and then and then also just watch people as their lives unravel because yes he does fall off the wagon at this birthday party or maybe I don't even know if he was ever on the wagon all I know is that he's ordering rum and cokes and then the episode ends with Bria not being able to wake him up in a, a room with a
0: closed door yeah it's weird it's weird I'll be honest I still liked it
1: you didn't like it i did like you it. did i don't think you liked it because i wanted to watch the next episode and you were like it was nah. just too
0: late for me and i wanted to watch southern charm by the way southern charm recap uh season five uh recap review with the great julia johns coming at you next week okay we sped up and did this one Southern but yeah. Charm season five folks um i mean i enjoyed unpolished i did and i think what? i will watch more unpolished and you got to admit you're obsessed you spent the entire time while we were trying to watch uh, season uh, the the pre finale of Southern Charm season five on Reddit, looking all up shit about unpolished, yes or no? Yeah. What'd you learn?
1: I learned a lot. What'd you learn? Well, I I, I was confused by the age thing because. Bria was turning 22, and she said she'd been with Matt since for eight years, and Matt looks 30. And I was like, what is going on? And so I looked into the age thing, and they either started dating – they started dating when she was 14, and he was either 18 or 20. It's one of the two, but either way, it's, like, weird. And, 14
0: is weird. That four, That's weird to be dating an adult. Yeah. 16, you're like, that sucks, but – all right you know
1: 14 it's like oh you're grooming her to like just you control her for the rest of your i don't know it made me very disturbed and then i found a high school teachers like very long post online that was like i'm a high school teacher and i watch this show and i can say with certainty that uh, matt was bria's first and that's what's going on here because this happens all the time in high school where we get these girls who like are being cheated on and stolen you know uh, their guys are stealing from them and crazy drug situations and we're like why don't why don't you leave them and it always turns out at the end of the day that that was the guy that she lost her virginity to and so she's desperately trying to make it work to make it mean something and blah 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 and then I was like oh that made me feel like I'd gone down some sort of horrible emotional rabbit hole and then the next thing I know I'm like looking up all of Lexi's uh, nail art to try and clean the palette and then I'm on Joe's Instagram her boyfriend the pizza delivery guy. He seems like a good guy. Love him love him and i love his insta he's just posting pictures of lexi and his sister so
0: another thing that i just was reminded of is uh lexi has um lexi is telling the camera like listen the reason i really hate this is because this guy came back into her life when she found when he found out about all that's happening for her and she puts her hands up and then kind of like throws it in like a little uh circle basically saying like see all these lights cameras and microphones like that's why this guy is back and that's why he's here and i can tell and once again we can't be real enough on reality to be like you just want to be on our tv show right they don't talk about it you know what i mean and it is exactly what she's trying to say but she can't say it which is always really tough on these shows i did not think we'd have this conundrum on the first episode of unpolished i really why are
1: the parents not stepping up and getting this guy out of there
0: He's been around for 10 years. They feel like he's a son. They feel bad for him. I, I, I don't know. They, they just kind of want him to, you know, get better and for them to love each other. I, I mean, we can't get involved in that. I mean, we don't know these people. We don't know what's going on. I
1: just trust Lexi. And if she doesn't like him, I don't like him either. Well, I'll be honest. I think
0: I'm going to watch the next episode. So. Will you? Yeah, I will.
1: What Are you going to watch it with me? Yeah, Look totally. me in the eyes. You look down no, I'm gonna when watch, you said I'm it. I'm going to watch it by myself
0: <laughs> at the gym right now. Folks, that was the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Do us a favor. Rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app so we can see that shit and we can enjoy that shit. Also- get us on Spotify. Can you rate us there? I don't know. Rate us. Oh,
1: and someone on the internet was like, "Hey, you guys, you know that you can be rated on Stitcher too." And so I went to look, thinking we were going to have hundreds of <laughs> ratings on Stitcher. We had 0. So, yeah, rate do us, you on listen Stitcher. To us on Stitcher.
0: Rate us on Stitcher. Folks, I didn't realize when I was saying Apple Podcast app that it wouldn't just apply to everything. Just rate us on whatever you whatever you listen to us on because we want 2020 to be a huge year for us. More on that later. So we'll talk to you about that uh, uh, next week. Uh, but remember if you're not caught up on Southern Charm Season 5 and you've been watching all these episodes with us, we'll catch up because we are going to be dropping our discussion on that with the great Julia Johns a week from today next Monday, our pre-Christmas episode. Um, and uh, we also will be talking about the Challenge 34 reunion That's coming up on Wednesday we have so much stuff for you guys of course follow us on Instagram at realityblowspodcast follow us on Twitter at realityblowspod Uh, email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com find Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts and find me on Instagram at Nick Maritato M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O as you know and I know sort of Um, and as always let's just make sure that we keep it unpolished.
1: Bye.